Hello, and welcome to the Howes Social Podcast. My name is Tori, and I'm on the marketing team here at Howes. Our podcast series is designed to offer a glance into the businesses of some of Howes' top home professionals. We will be talking business strategy, best practices, and hearing about some of our professionals' favorite projects. In a few words, Howes is the leading platform for home renovation and design, providing everything homeowners need to improve their homes from start to finish, all in one place. It is a vibrant community and is the easiest way for renovators and homeowners to find the right professionals they need on their projects. If you have any questions about Howes, our podcast, or how to improve your online presence, you'll find all the details in the description. So let's get started. Today I have Amma and Sarah, co-founders of Afflux Design. Afflux Design has over 17 years experience and they focus on being a start to finish design and building solution for London homeowners and developers alike. Amit's background is in project management and business, while Sarah is an interior designer originally from Milan. Their focus is on bespoke and personalized service with their clients always at the heart of their projects. Welcome Sarah and Amit. Would you like to introduce yourselves any further today? Um, no, you've done a very good job. Yes, uh, I'm Amit. Uh, I, with Sarah, co-founded Aflux. Um, and yes, my primary role is on the project management, marketing uh, and sales side. Um, and obviously with a bit of design thrown in. And, and yeah, that's, that's myself. Yes, hi, it's uh, Sarah. And as Amit said, um, I work with him in, in Aflux. I... I follow most of the design part of uh, Aflux. Of course, I always say to Amit that uh, every input and his input is, uh, is, is crucial. And uh, I come from Italy and I graduated in Milan. I just came to London after, after my university. I wanted to stay one year, but then I ended up staying for 15. So there we are. <laughs> and what's the history of your business, Afflux? How did you two meet and design to start this business together? Uh, so we were both working separately um, at the time. And then we, uh, well, we, I, started, I was working for a property developer. Sarah was working for an interior design company. And um, I think we met by chance, like just through like a networking event and uh we we both knew that we were passionate about this work and we thought there was a gap in the market for a kind of a mid mid market uh interior design service with, with a bespoke service thrown in and it started uh working like freelancing you know ad hoc and then obviously as our projects became more and more uh frequent we we uh, ended up forming the company Aflux, which stands for uh, affordable luxury. So that's where that's where the name comes in. Ah, I like it. Cool. And um, <laughs> how did you hear about House and how does it impact your business? Well, I think House, we, I, I think we looked at House a long time ago before I think even House had a setup in London. Um, so started posting I, I I saw it as well, I was looking at Pinterest and I just on my social media um, how appeared as well uh, started looking into that it seemed a lot more focused with our you know with our service especially um, much more than Instagram and Pinterest and so we started putting uh, pictures up on there putting albums on I think this was even before like we had account managers like before you guys are assigned us lovely account managers and uh, 
from there it, it, it kind of grew like we were lucky to always take you know we took professional pictures all the time uh, so we had good content from the beginning and um, I think as house has grown um, with your um, like user usership so has our reputation and therefore so has the potential business that has come from house so I think we're we're always and we always continue to be grateful for um, the relationship that we have we have with um, with house okay I'm sure we're very happy with our relationship working with you as well and it's great to hear that what we do is working for your business um, I was wondering, Sarah, if you could talk us through one of your favorite projects that you all have gotten through the House platform. Of course. Uh, I mean, we have to admit that we have been really, really lucky during the course of the years. Like, we have really enjoyed working with most of our clients. But there was one specifically that I can think of, and is um, one project in Battersea where the clients were living in a flat and they decided to buy the flat next to it in order to merge the two properties and have of course a bigger space because they were a family of four with two little boys and uh, the interesting things is that these clients were not afraid of daring in terms of colors and design and the new flat uh, the, the the one they bought they wanted to dedicate it as a the, the the part for the kids with like a bedroom a playroom and a bathroom so the um, we needed to spend because they were so into design especially the wife uh, they wanted we want we needed to spend a lot of time on the concept phase as it was the base for us to understand in which direction and the selection that we needed to do due the course of the project so we visited with the clients a lot of showroom, we did a lot of online research in order to find uh, what they were looking for. And everything, of course, was within a budget um, it, because we do believe that sometimes design doesn't necessarily need to be expensive. Yeah, that seems to be a key part about your business and this, the image that you find important with your clients um, is the budget side of it. So how do you talk to your clients about budget and do you start that conversation from the very beginning or is it something that comes out naturally? Um, we do. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, we do because I think it's at the beginning of the stage, especially when we agreed to work with our clients, we our fee is a fixed fee. So it doesn't change depending on how much the clients spend. So it's important for us as the market offers so many options at very different prices to try and understand from them what their budget is. So we can pre-select and we know in which direction we go. So of course it's a process that can change and that we discuss at the beginning and then throughout the entire project but we always try to to understand at least within which price range we are. And um, how do you find new clients um, and what's kind of your process of um, the initial conversations to getting them on board to work with you all? Um, I think with uh, with new clients, so, so the ones that we uh, receive from house, obviously that's um, more of a reactive Kind of process because we will receive sometimes quite lengthy emails from from clients who have found us through house um our first our, our first process is obviously to speak to them and get as much detail 
from from them as possible. Um, it depends. Like we we work within like the London, the Greater London area, so obviously we we're restricted to a certain certain area where we can work. And and the first initial conversation will give us a good idea of whether it's something that we think is a right fit for both for both the sides of the table. We then um, we then obviously take you know go there, take them, you know, have a visit, try and get more information, and then we we try and put our best foot forward in terms of preparing a very detailed fee proposal, as well as uh, like a mock, almost like a mock presentation in our in our office. So so in that respect, the clients have all the information um, with them, and they can hopefully see our, our our talented designers and and hopefully sign to the contract to work with us i mean that's that's one of our core um kind of ways to that what that we get clients and the other one is obviously through through networking in, in around london we we make sure of course our projects with our clients are always followed to a high level and when we finish we we do get referrals from them um, so that's a that's a plus point, and we also have contacts with property developers, and our Sarah and myself have have a good network within London. Um, so we we do get phone calls and uh, and kind of recommendations, which we we're always very grateful for. When you start contact with a potential client, what kind of um, things do you use to vet them? Do you ever say no, and are there any red flags you look for? Or are you um, more into if someone is wanting to work with them, wanting to work with you, you want to work with them? I mean, I, th I think when we started, obviously, I, you know, we probably did set our, like, as, as a young interior design and build company, when you start, you obviously set your net quite wide to kind of catch as much <laughs> business as possible. Um, obviously, as, as you, we grow, we do, become maybe more selective but I don't mean that in a negative way it's, more, it's also to make sure we're not wasting the client's time so we might not be taking now projects where we're just um, redesigning um, one room in the house we would like to do the entire project whether it's a flat or it's a studio or whether it's um, you know a, a four-story house we our, our skills come from being a one-stop shop mm -hmm. and so try to take on the whole project from the planning all the way to, to to the curtains. So in that aspect, that 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 will already kind of pre-select a certain number of clients. And then, and as Sarah said as well, we we try to talk about budget as early on in the conversation as possible. So we do we um, while some competitors might lowball or they might you know give perhaps false um, information on, on construction costs. You know we, we always consult our contractors. We try to get a fair understanding of how how much the whole um, project would cost, including our fees and the build, and and we then we 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 be transparent and uh, present it to the to the potential client. So that that for them is is if they feel like that's a fair budget and they know what service they're getting, then obviously it's the right fit. I mean, and uh, obviously as well, um, as some might add, you know, a personality and you get you get a good feeling um, with with the client when you meet them. I think that's so important then like I'm sure so helpful for many people in London to just know exactly what you're getting from the get-go instead of all these hidden extras that come in because I know for me personally I'd just be so worried about great so I've got the design and build process but what about everything else? 
Yeah, yeah, and 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 one thing we do differently, and I, I know it's a hot topic because we discussed it. I think even at Decorex last year with House. Um, one thing that's a very hot topic is the is is how do designers charge fees? And we've always from from day one, we've always been a fixed fee service on the design side. So whether the client chooses a, a kitchen that is, you know, three times more expensive than we, you know, than was originally budgeted for, uh, our fees are still are still the same. So at least it gives, as, as you said, you know, some kind of ease of mind to know that we're not we're not focused on choosing just expensive projects, uh, expensive products. So um, our our fee goes up. Mm. And um, as you all have been in the business for a few years, have things changed over time? Um, and do you see things changing in the future? Uh, I get, well, <laughs> definitely uh, cost, costs have gone up. That's a, that's a given. So, you know, probably what we could have charged for a certain project, including, our, including the build cost, uh, materials have, have gone up in that respect. So, uh, I, I don't. I think it is. It is always a challenge to um, to achieve the look uh, as much as we can at a certain fee. But we we find that obviously an exciting challenge. Um, and then I think in terms of other other changes in in the business itself, you know, it it is more competitive. You know, there are you know we know for a fact that you know that there are more you know, professionals on house as well. And everyone is talented and everyone, you know, ha has a right to to pitch for business. And and it's just, you know, we, we have to make sure that we are always on top of our game and and making sure that we're, you know, reading and we're continuously learning. And you, you just can't, you can't get complacent in this. You always have to put new material up, you know, make sure your designs are 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 different as well and, and and not get too complacent so it's just a continuous learning curve i think i think we you, you can't really stop learning in this in this um field exactly and i think sarah you had um, mentioned earlier about it's one of your secrets to success is that you all look at things in a different way so can you kind of talk me through what really sets you all apart of course, I think one of the key points in the service we offer is uh, we, as Amit mentioned before, we are a one-stop shop. So we, we try and we like to deal with every aspect of the project, uh, from the design to the build to the handover to the clients. In our team, uh, um, we, we are all designers and all project managers, uh, and we really think that this helps the clients in having a clearer view on the project throughout the different stages. I think what we need to, to consider is that for the clients, this is a new experience, uh, that it's work, of course, for us. But at the end of the day, we always try to make it as a pleasure, a pleasant experience for, for our clients. Um, we develop a proper relationship with them and we always try to involve even our contractors in this special relationship because they we talk every day we we for, for six months at least we are in contact more than one time a day so they kind of become our family in, in some some in some points so we we do believe that the teamwork is the key success of uh, of the end results of a project and we always try to focus on that Great, that sounds such a nice design process and really what is setting you all apart. 
Um, Amit, can you talk me through your plans for the rest of 2020? Obviously, it's been a bit of a shaky start, um, but what were your plans prior to the whole current crisis and what do you have as your goals and objectives throughout the rest of the year? Yeah, so I think uh, the plans when we, when we started the year were, obviously, we had taken on several, we, we have taken on several large uh, projects. Um, which we think will end up in some really good designs. So that that was our focus to to really kind of push ahead on that. Um, of course, going into the future, uh, we were looking to network and uh, work with property developers in the hospitality area. That was a goal that both Sarah and me thought you know we could easily kind of um, transfer our skills um, to a larger market because now we've been in the business for a while. Uh, we feel we're confident. Um, to offer like residential uh, designs to uh, court to the corporate sector, so that that was more of a long term goal. Um, in the short run, uh, we were uh, Sara actually was fortunate enough to um, find a new space available for us, and uh, so we moved to a bigger office. We literally we actually moved there around a month ago, um, which is much nicer. The bigger space we have our own. Private. We have a little dining table where we can do meetings on as well, and, and it has a lot more storage for samples. Because, as you know, as designers, it's it's crucial to have like access to to a large range of different materials, mm. um, and that tied in nicely with our with our kind of next goal was to launch like launch our brand into the joinery business. Uh, like during the last couple of years, we found that a lot of our clients uh, have preferred preferred to do bespoke joinery, whether it be sink vanity units or wardrobes or living room shelves. And uh, instead of going to the high street, which uh, is a bit more expensive, we were able to both design and uh, supply uh, bespoke joinery throughout our projects. Uh, luckily, our, one of our builders has a good contact in Poland. So as again, we grew, um, He's grown from, you know, a man, a man in his, uh, you know, in his shed to a full, a full factory uh, with a pretty high spec equipment. So we're now able to offer pretty much any kind of joinery in in our projects, which is good for us because when we design, we know that we're not restricted by um, material or, you know, a scope. So therefore, the the plan is, and I was actually we were in talks with um, our account manager Stephanie to uh, launch. Uh, an A-flux joinery uh, side of the business, uh, a profile on house. And that will still, you know, regardless of the current climate, that's definitely our focus for this year, because we do feel it, it's something that in, we, even if we don't work on a whole project, we can definitely offer that service going forward. And we think we're, we do think we offer like our joinery that has been um, on our, in our pictures in houses is just as good as, as branded high street stores in London. Yeah, I just absolutely love that you've started off as a design and build business and then you're just really adding on areas that you see there to be availability. I think that's so important for successful business and you're really taking advantage of what you can offer and what is um is needed by the market as well. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it works this way because if we, our our um, contractor is is also part of the business in this respect and we would be able to work on bespoke pieces just like for someone's house if they require three sets of wardrobe as well as the same time to work on full full projects 
So it's it's definitely something we've always been interested in, and we think it could be quite a um, quite a significant revenue stream for our for our business. Absolutely. So um, we've talked through how you use House. Um, what are your main marketing streams that you use for your business these days? Well, House obviously, is, as you said, is, is a significant one. Um, we have, again, as you, probably relating to the question you just asked about our, our business plan for 2020, we are in the process of sending out our first newsletter. Because I think, especially with this current climate, um, it's important to keep on communicating to prospective clients and to your current clients. And as we have you know, a bit of time on our desks now, that's something that Sarah and me really want to get out, um, at least on a quarterly basis, which will act as a, a blog, a um, bit of design information, you know, keep clients up to date as to what we're doing. So that I think that's something that we're really looking forward to publishing earlier, early this month. And then, and then obviously we are on Instagram, that's something to be honest we could be better on uh it's it's when when you're running a business it's it's difficult to also have time for other bits of social media because that could be in a job in itself um, absolutely it's a job for lots of people <laughs> and then pr like we had a pr agent last year who did help us um you know, uh, be on certain panels such as the Decorix panel on House. Uh, we were we were in a couple of magazines like Real Homes. Um, so we are, you know, we, we do we do try to get our name out there as much as possible. Um, we haven't really needed to kind of spend money on Google AdWords because, to be quite honest, House is the first thing you see on Google anyway. So so yeah. in, in directly we're seen on there. And and I think the most important thing that I mean one of the most important things was having a great uh, a great website we we have a we had a good website designer and between Sarah and myself we you know we we rebranded and we we um kind of in, created this website around 3 3 4 years ago and obviously that has helped us a lot when uh, clients um click on our profile through house you know it gives a, it gives a lot of credibility when you have a lot of uh, examples and a, and a very easy to use and well-presented website. Absolutely, definitely a go-to place for people looking for a designer. Um, on a less working note, uh, and the last question that we'll go through today, what was the best piece of advice you've ever been given? I think the best piece of advice I've ever been given was to work with passion and uh, do your work with love. Because as Amit mentioned, starting and growing a company requires a lot of effort and a lot of time concentrating and dedicating on on your work and on your project on your clients on your suppliers so um, there are days that are endless like you start in the morning and you finish in the middle of the night this was mainly i have to say at the beginning so um passion is what drugs you and what makes you do it not thinking that it's only a job Great. Well, thank you both so much for taking your time today to be on our podcast. I really appreciate it. It was great to hear about your business. Thank, thank you. Very much. Thank really you. Very much. To be recognized and um, to speak to you about our business. <laughs>